I did a recent search on Pinterest and Facebook groups just to find and gather some information about how to live a healthier lifestyle and how to make simple habits a normal thing and part of our life. And a lot of things came up and I wanted to put together a list of nine simple health tips so you can start living a happier and healthier life as a stay-at-home mom. Welcome to Reps and Redemption. What would your life look like if you started to prioritize your health and your faith? Have you been up late at night Googling healthy grocery lists, upper body workouts, or quiet time with God ideas? Hey there, I'm Ashley Harvey, college athlete, Jesus follower, now wife and stay-at-home mom of three daughters. In this podcast, you will be motivated to build your physical strength, increase in biblical wisdom, and utilize tactical health tips. If you're ready to be a part of a like-minded community of moms who want to be bold in their faith and live well, you're in the right place. Grab an iced coffee or a Celsius and head to the gym. Let's dive in. Hey there, welcome back to Reps and Redemption. I am so glad you are here today. I hope you are having a wonderful week. Today we are going to, well, actually it's just me today. I hope you've enjoyed the guests on the show and have reached out to them. If you have felt compelled to speak to them, follow them, or just send them an email, follow them on Instagram. There has been amazing women on the show. I'm excited for many more to come and Everything they can teach me and you, it has been an honor and a privilege to interview such wonderful women. And today I wanted to, you know, side note, I have the house completely to myself aside from my sleeping baby. And I had already outlined this podcast, which I am so grateful. And I just thought, oh my gosh, it's not 11 p.m. or 5 a.m. Let me record this episode because this is one of those fun, you know, ways to do this kind of episode. And I gathered some ideas from a couple Pinterest posts and blogs that I read and made them my own. But I also added some of my own tips to start living a healthier, happier life as a stay-at-home mom. So bear with me because I will probably give some sort of explanation as to why I chose it or the reason behind it. And I hope it's just something that encourages you to start with one of them. If I mean, and most likely you're doing several or you're doing at least two or three and maybe pick one that stands out to you. These don't have to be your thing. These are just something that I have lived by or I am starting to live by in the past few years or recently, and I wanted to share them with you. And I love podcasts like this and posts that are, that read like this. And it's like, give me some ideas, give me some quick tips, and I got to get going. (laughs) So here we go. Nine simple health tips to start living a happier and healthier life as a stay-at-home mom. So number one, I'm going to start with this because I think it is the most important, especially as a stay-at-home mom. But number one is the word of God, reading your Bible daily. And I just, you know, it's so hard sometimes, especially, you know, if you've been in a season of new babies or multiple kids and when can you do it? And I've mentioned this on my podcast before that you do it 
when you can. And if that looks like and you're able to get up and it's quiet, which has been my goal recently, and I haven't made it there quite yet because my one-year-old, for some reason, has been waking up between 4 and 6.30. And so the days that I do say, okay, I'm getting up, I'm going to do this, it's like she's already up. So what I've done is I will connect with her for a few minutes and then I will get out my Bible And I will read and it might only be five or 10 minutes, but I need this. (laughs) I'm telling you. And then sometimes when I get to the gym, I will do a short Bible study that's on the YouVersion app. And it's something that has helped me really maintain the spiritual walk that I want. Of course, it's definitely nowhere near what I want it to be. But if I don't give up because I know how much... I need God. I don't know about you, (laughs) but I need him so badly and I need his word and his truth to permeate my heart, to show my hidden faults, to show things that I don't see, to help me with that occasional mommy rage I feel sometimes. I don't know if you've been there, but sometimes I'm like, why am I so angry? And I've just noticed Reading the Word of God has helped me immensely, and it's been a practice since before I was even married, and thank God for that. But even if it hasn't been for you, I would suggest to start, and I think you can only grow from there. And I'm going to read this verse to you because I think this is something I've read recently because I have been reading the Psalms. I'm doing two different Bible studies along with it that I do in the afternoon and evening, And I'm talking like 10 minutes in the morning, 10 minutes around lunch, and then about 15 minutes before I go to bed. So I want to do it all day because I I don't have and I haven't made that time in the morning to spend 30, 45 minutes. So I've learned to split up the time. And I'm in the Psalms right now. And this verse actually made me think of meeting with God every day and reading his word. It's Psalms 18. For who is God but the Lord, or who is a rock except our God, the God who encircles me with strength and makes my way blameless? He makes my feet like hinds feet, able to stand firmly and tread safely on the paths of testing and trouble. He sets me securely upon my high places. He trains my hands for war so that my arms can bend a bow of bronze. You have also given me the shield of your salvation in your right hand, upholds and sustains me. Your gentleness, your gracious response when I pray, makes me great. You enlarge the path beneath me and make my steps secure so that my feet will not slip. That's Psalms 18, 31 to 36. So I want to encourage you to make that one of your number one changes or additions to your life as a stay-at-home mom. And I can tell you, you will not regret it. Number two, I'm going to say this. Uh, This is something that I actually, I just changed it kind of last minute because of something that I heard today on a different podcast that I was listening to. And I just absolutely loved this idea. And I realized that in some way, myself, my husband, my kids, we're doing it. This is what we're doing. But number two is to cultivate your family life. So What that means for us, as an example, is I want to teach my kids to love the Lord and trust Him, and not only trust Him, but also know that 
you know, their dad and I, my husband and I also love the Lord and we follow him. We might not always be right. We might make mistakes. Most likely, yes, we will. And we have, but that we have their best interest at heart, that we do not want to lead them astray. We want to, to raise warriors for the kingdom of God. And, you know, we have only daughters now. We don't know what this baby is yet, whether a daughter or a son, it would be, it's going to be the same. We want them to fear the Lord, love the Lord, and we want to cultivate our family life, meaning that it's kind of all kind of in one bucket of the cultivate our family life. But we have truly been led to homeschool our youngest. And, you know, my oldest is in college. She's doing phenomenal. And we have been led to, with my five-year-old, my one-year-old, and the baby on the way, we have been led to homeschooling. And this has been a little bit of a challenge for me specifically. My schooling career started in a private school, and I was at a Christian academy for several years before my family and I moved to Florida. And then in my public school in Florida, I just, some of the teachers were not fantastic. And I, it was ingrained into, into my mind that I wasn't smart, especially in math. And so I've struggled with the idea of homeschooling because I haven't felt equipped or smart enough, I guess, to be honest, to do this. But I also know it is definitely what we are supposed to do as a family, as to cultivate our own family unit and our lifestyle. And we want to do the absolute best for our kids. And it might not look the same for many people. And I do believe, especially now with a lot of support groups that I'm in, a lot of other homeschooling moms that I've befriended, and some books that I'm reading about the public school system versus being able to homeschool, which is, I will say, a blessing I'm super thankful for. I realize not everyone has the ability to do this. And so I have to also keep that at the forefront of my mind. I might not get a break almost all day from my kids, but also realize that this is the season and this is where God has led us. And we want to create an atmosphere of relationships with our kids where not only do they love the Lord and want to know more about him and want to read the Bible with us and by themselves, but they want to be a part of this family and not just disappear to their room or, you know, with friends and stuff like that, which we are totally fine with friends and a little tiny smidge of alone time. But for the most part, you know, our daughters, they're the ones that are going to be lifelong friends. They're the ones that are going to be doing Christmas together years and years from now. You know, God willing, <laughs> we are all safe and healthy. And I I want to create that where we do everything together. And not only that, but maybe, I, you know, it, it is a challenge to be mom and teacher, but to also learn some things along the way and understand how my child, all of my children, how they learn best and who is going to know that the most, more than me, more than my husband. I find it really hard to believe a teacher teaching to 20, 25 students at one time will understand that right away. And I know that there's incredible teachers out there 
And I also understand that some of them are kind of hard to come by. So we've had to really pray about this. And we felt led before my daughter was, uh, my five-year-old was even born, that we probably would. And it became more and more apparent with a lot of experiences and research and praying. And (laughs) so we are cultivating a close family unit and a lifestyle of learning we want to build a love of learning as well. And as far as being social, you haven't met my five-year-old. And if you have, you know who I'm talking about. She has never met a stranger and she can hold conversations with grown adults. And many adults are just bewildered after they talk to her, like, how old is she? And I, I do think, you know, she participates in sports and other activities and she's so outgoing And we want to guide our children. We want to guide their inclinations. We want to guide them. We don't want to squelch them. Been a learning curve for me, a challenge, if you will, because I do want to educate them to to their highest potential. And I believe that they all are going to excel in different areas and have differences and have things that are more challenging for me to teach than others, which there's a lot of resources out there for when that time comes, which I'm sure it will. And that is, I believe, one of the second steps to start living a healthier, happier life is to cultivate your family life. It doesn't have to look like anyone else's. And this is between you and your husband and your kids and how you, the two of you as leaders of the home and um, how you set the tone. And so yeah, I that was one that I made up and <laughs> I changed it today. So number three, let's move on. Number three is water first uh, in the morning. Rehydrate. It aids digestion, enhances energy, and it's actually really good for your skin. So drink up. <laughs> number four, make half of your plate veggies. So this kind of goes with, um, I talked about the plate method when, in another episode. I, I'm sorry, I don't remember the episode, but... It goes with the plate method, but it's basically like that saying, if you've heard it before, eat the rainbow. And it it is just a healthier way of living to eat your veggies. So number five, walk daily. Aim for 8,000 to 10,000 steps. This has significant physical and mental health benefits. I love walks and we, I actually haven't gone on one in a couple of days because it's been in the 30s. My hormones are crazy and I'm absolutely freezing. But I'm in my closet right now recording this show and I'm actually quite hot. So, (laughs) but I'm not going to walk now because let's see, it's late. My daughter just arrived home. I had to pause the show and it is 37. Actually, not too bad. Actually, it's going to be 32. So, but I need to get those steps in. I made it to the gym today and I'm going to count the Stairmaster as my, my daily walk that I did earlier today. Number six. So the, the number six has two parts. It's switching to non-toxic household cleaning products and makeup. So I I kept this kind of in the same bucket because I wanted to kind of dive into this one a little bit more. This one, I'm going to refer to episode six. I talked about two apps that help you live a cleaner lifestyle. Now, conventional stuff is full of harmful chemicals and it's truly not good for anyone. Pets, kids, you me. It's just not good. Our skin is the largest organ when it comes to makeup and it absorbs these things. But even when when we use cleaners and household things like that, 
Now this would, I would have to say this one is my hardest one and I am still working on it. I have, I'm trying another new chemical free laundry detergent. I haven't really dove into making my own. I've thought about it. For some reason, I don't feel like my clothes will be clean enough because I made it. So maybe that's just some sort of mindset shift I need to make on my own. But I have some coming. I will review it when it gets here. But as far as makeup goes, this one has been easier than household cleaning products. I have switched from Maybelline to using the Kinder Box subscription. I don't recommend it if you don't like subscriptions. Um, but I do like that it's vegan and it is, I think it's like 90% or more all natural. And then also switching makeup has actually helped me wear a lot less. And I used to wear a lot and it's made my makeup routine like super simple. It's maybe four minutes long in the morning, maybe three. And that's what I need. So I can share some of those things with you in another episode. But as far as the non-toxic household care, I, I told you the laundry detergent's coming, but I just, oh gosh, I love Clorox wipes. I just, I don't know why. I just do. And I know that touching them and putting that stuff, you know, on my counter, if you look at the ingredients and even the warning on the side that most of the, the circular bins have is, is not great. <laughs> so this is one that I am working on slowly but surely. I don't recommend you do it all at once because it is expensive to make this kind of change. So I would say maybe pick something, you know, start small, pick something. Maybe for you it would be something like Clorox wipes and that would be easy. And or maybe, you know, for, for you would be makeup like like it was for me. And I still have a few more things makeup wise to get rid of. It's something that I barely, re I barely wear. One of them is mascara. I'm just waiting for it to, it was very expensive, so I'm not going to just toss it. Um, I'm just going to use it on date night, which is once every week or two. And that's kind of how I am doing that. But I did just get a new one in my uh, kinder box. And so it's, it's much better. <laughs> so I'll be using that one next. Number, what number are we on? Six. Okay. Number <clears throat> seven, eat real food. So there are like, this rules out packaged food, unprocessed food is where you want to be. So for example, like an apple, cucumber, avoid foods that are made in a lab by people. And I know this can be really hard, especially like with kids on the go, you want to just grab some goldfish or some crackers and it can be a challenge. So again, start small, big picture, small steps, one thing at a time, you know, and I think it's been a little bit easier for me when I know we're going to eat breakfast, lunch and dinner at home. So for snacks, we do a couple of different things and I do still do organic granolas and some of them I get locally. And then sometimes if I forget, I will do like Cascadian farms. Not that it's hundred percent great, but I do like having some in the house. And then it's easier to find when you use those apps in episode six snacks that are, you know, not only not packaged, but if you are going to do something packaged and organic, make sure I made this mistake my sister-in-law will tell you, I was so excited because I love Lara bars, Lara cookie bars. The dino bars were like a major hit with my five-year-old. I loved them too. And I did not realize how much sugar was in one single bar. So that was crazy. So 
you know, when you stick to real food, you're going to know <laughs> how much sugar is and isn't in your food. That is number seven. Number eight is get sunlight every day. Vitamin D is one of the most important nutrients for overall health. 30 minutes outside each day in the afternoon without sunscreen. And this might be actually something worth supplementing, which side note, in my last pregnancy, and I believe this one as well, I can kind of tell energy wise, my vitamin D level, my vitamin D levels were very low. So I supplement with a liquid vitamin D, I believe in one spoon, it's like a crazy amount of I use. And I have to go get another bottle because I'm out. So I wanted to share that one with you because I think that one is important. Number nine, this is the last one that I have for you today. And <laughs> I mean, when we're talking about um, strength training, building muscle, eating healthier, prioritizing our health as stay at home moms, this one is super important. This is number nine, sweat every, every single day. So whether that's walking, any physical activity you enjoy. I do think it's important that you enjoy the activity. If it's something that you don't enjoy, it, it, the likelihood of it becoming a habit simply won't happen. <laughs> so unless you have that kind of personality that pushes through no matter what. So sweat every day, find your thing, get to the gym, get outside and walk, you know, do a circuit in your kitchen Whatever it takes to get your body going, get your heart rate up, sweat, this is something that will help you overall live a, help, a healthier and happier life. I hope this has encouraged you. If you have any questions, feel free to email me. I am still on Instagram here and there, but let me also just kind of shout out the Facebook group. I'm going to put the Facebook group link in the show notes. It is an awesome group. I'm getting it going. I'm trying to get people to engage a little bit more, but I want to know what everyone really wants to hear and what they want to see. And I would love to have you there. So make sure you check that out, fill out the membership questions, and I will see you there. If this episode motivated, inspired, or challenged you, will you share with a friend? I would be so grateful if you could leave Reps and Redemption an Apple podcast review. This is the only way I know you like the show. Please join the Facebook group for accountability and community. Link in the show notes. Be bold, mama, and live well. Until next time.